your world. It's 4 o'clock on KTSA San Antonio. I'm Dennis Foldy. Supreme Court has sided with a high school football coach who sought to kneel and pray on the field after games. Joseph Kennedy, the former high school coach at the center of the case, is pleased with the court's ruling. People of faith or no faith. Everybody has the same rights, and that's what the you know Constitution is all about. It's rights for all Americans. And he says no one was forced to pray. I had lots of kids that came up and said, you know, hey, coach, I don't feel comfortable joining. Well, that's America. It's totally up to you. And some legal observers believe the court's ruling could make some religious practices more acceptable in public schools. That's correspondent Steve Futterman. A hastily scheduled hearing of the House's January 6th committee is now set for tomorrow. For the moment, the reason for this hearing is a mystery. Lawmakers are out for the 4th of July break and committees wouldn't normally be meeting during this time. But the January 6th panel on about 24 hours notice says it is ready to present recently obtained evidence and receive witness testimony. The witness or witnesses have not yet been identified publicly. That's White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. An Amtrak train carrying nearly 250 people derailed in Missouri. This man posted social media from inside the train just after the derailment. Hey, there, hon. It happened. The train derailed after it hit a dump truck at a public crossing in the city of Menden, which is about 80 miles northwest of Columbia. WDAF-TV reports a number of people with injuries were bused to a nearby high school for treatment. After days of hearing testimony from law enforcers and survivors, two committees of Texas lawmakers will now formulate recommendations to be forwarded to the full state legislature. Correspondent Jim Ryan says the goal is to prevent another school shooting like the one that claimed 21 lives in Uvalde last month. The Texas House and Senate committees were tasked with looking at the police training and mental health issues that may have contributed to the Robb Elementary School massacre. On both fronts, we as a system from the state, we failed Uvalde. Republican Robert Nichols chaired the Senate committee and cites cracks in the system that led up to the May 24th attack. It might have been a small crack, but it was a very violent one. One he and other lawmakers hoped to seal. A Texas man going to jail for attempting to smuggle drugs into the country while eating a cheeseburger. Yen John Wan, who's from Taiwan, is also losing his legal permanent resident status. Uh, he was in a car that was going through a Border Patrol checkpoint. Agents reported that as soon as the car stopped, he started chowing down. It seemed strange, so they pulled him out for a pat-down. A search revealed he had two pounds of meth strapped to his thighs. KTSA News Time 402. Check KTSA Sports. Brought to you by Stevens Roofing. Here's Joe Reinagle. Let's start off in the NBA. Trade rumors involving Spurs guard DeJounte Murray are heating up today. It's being reported that a deal with the Atlanta Hawks is in the works that would send Murray to Atlanta. The Hawks, in turn, would send power forward Danilo Gallinari and multiple first-round picks to the Spurs. Well, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that the NFL will push for an indefinite suspension that would be no shorter than one year for Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. Watson's hearing with the NFL is set to begin tomorrow. Now, speaking of Watson, one of his accusers is suing the Houston Texans. She claims the team enabled the quarterback in his alleged sexual misconduct with numerous massage therapists. I'm Joe Reinagle for San Antonio Sports Star, 94.1 FM and AM 1250. We'll take a look at KTSA Time Saver Traffic and AccuWeather next. It's 4.03. There's one name in roofing that stands high above the rest. That's Stevens Roofing. Hi, everybody. It's Joe Reinagle. You know, a quality roof overhead by Stevens Roofing, it means comfort. 
confidence, and peace of mind. It protects all the things you love. When you're in the market for repairs, a replacement roof, or an upgrade, work with the experienced team that brings local roots, value, and a vast knowledge of their craft to every job. They even work with your insurance company, they stand behind their work, and they guarantee their work in writing. Work with Stevens Roofing, providing roofing in both commercial and residential. A wide variety of materials for all of South Texas. So pick up the phone, give them a call for a free estimate, 210-785-0994. Or you can get them online at stevensroofing.net. Again, that's 210-785-0994 or stevensroofing.net. Who can you call when you need immediate help? Always giving you and your family peace of mind. AAA's legendary roadside assistance will be there if you're locked out of your car. Need a tow, run out of gas, have a flat tire, or need a new battery. And we can cover you whether you're the driver or passenger in any car. Join AAA today for less than $5 a month. We'll waive the membership admission fee. And as a special bonus, you'll receive a one-year membership for an eligible adult family member. Don't wait another second. Visit AAA.com radio. Restrictions apply. Visit us online for details. KTSA News Time 405. Let's check KTSA Time Saver Traffic. Disabled vehicle has the left lane blocked on 281 southbound at Bitters. Also accident cleared on I-35 southbound between Fisher Road and Neighborhood Road. A disabled vehicle I-10 frontage eastbound at West Hildebrand Avenue. Just minor delays there. Stop and go traffic. I-10 westbound between exit 610 and exit 607 in Seguin there. I'm Debbie Sexton, KTSA Time Saver Traffic. Your KTSA, Stevens Roofing, AccuWeather forecast, a little more complicated than it's been the past few weeks. Tonight, a thunderstorm this evening, otherwise becoming cloudy. Low 71 in the hill country, 76 degrees along the river walk. Tomorrow, cloudy with a thunderstorm in the afternoon, high 92. Wednesday, some sun, then turning cloudy, high 96 degrees. Right now, do see some pockets of rain out there. The heaviest of it is generally in northern uh, Guadalupe County, San Marcos, Seguin, New Braunfels area. Otherwise, it's mostly cloudy, 98 degrees at San Antonio. Severe weather station, 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Celebrating 100 years of KTSA, I'm Dennis Folding. And good afternoon, Jack Riccardi. Good afternoon, Dennis. Well, it looks like we're losing... Uh... Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day is an American citizen. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Although <laughs> he is the one who wrote the song American Idiot. So, I mean. He, um, he says in the wake of the Dobbs decision from the Supreme Court, he'll renounce his U.S. citizenship. In other news, he is a U.S. citizen. I didn't even know that. But um, where, where, I wonder what country they're going to go to. Because we, we hear all these celebrities saying, that's it, I'm out of here. And, uh, of course, we heard that when, good grief, we heard that when Bush won in 2000 and 2004, and um, and they never leave. You know, they, they keep coming back. It's like bands with their farewell concert. There's always that farewell tour, and then there's another farewell tour, and then there's, you know, it, they never leave. And I'm not saying I want him to, although that would be a lot more mascara for the rest of us, you know, if he did leave. I'm just saying, just pointing that out. But man, the the whole reaction I watched over the weekend a little here and there, and the whole reaction to the Dobbs decision is so unhinged, and I'm sorry to say this, so ignorant of what it really means. I saw a picture. I I I couldn't believe this. There was a woman standing outside the Supreme Court with her two little children. I I guess they're her children. Really cute kids. 
The boy's holding a little Buzz Lightyear action figure. And she's holding a sign with arrows pointing to her children. And the sign says, don't force this on anyone. Don't force this on anyone. Look at me with these two children. I don't want this forced on anyone. So why have... Why is one side, the side that's pro-life, kind of calm and and pleased but not shooting off fireworks? And, and, and why is the anti-Dobbs reaction so hysterical, so bananas? And I've thought about this a lot because this decision does not ban abortion. This decision does not place limits on where abortion can or should be legal. It doesn't It doesn't do what was often said of Roe v. Wade or what has been said of other Supreme Court cases involving women and, and, and so forth, that you have a bunch of guys making a decision about a woman's body or a woman's uh, freedom. The, the Supreme Court, which now, of course, includes men and women, unlike 1973, did not say anything about where and when abortion should happen. It said that it should go back to the the political sphere where it was before 1973 and where it's always belonged. We should make our laws about abortion the way other countries do. And by the way, other countries decided their laws legislatively, not through a court edict. It was ironic to see the president of France denouncing the Dobbs decision, even though Mississippi's new abortion law is actually more permissive and liberal than France's abortion law. The new Mississippi law that was at issue with Dobbs permits abortion more than Macron's own country does. And yet he was attacking the Supreme Court decision. Our own Secretary of State, our own Secretary of Defense, our own U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, denounced the Supreme Court decision to the world. You talk about the apology tour that Obama went on in 2009. This is the apology tour on steroids. But I think the real problem here is, and we saw this during COVID, the left, when they wield power, They want to be obeyed, period. They don't want to be debated. They don't want to be asked for proof that they have the right or where's the science or the, they, when they speak, everyone is supposed to just fall to one knee and obey. They hate debate, dissent. They hate the hard work of winning elections. That's why they want to change elections. Because what the Supreme Court decision really means is, that in 50 different states, you will have to persuade the people and their elected representatives of what the law should permit, if anything, when it comes to abortion. That's what it means. I I, I swear to you, I don't think most people in these crowds even know that. Because if they did, and they really care about this, they wouldn't be at the Supreme Court building that's like hanging around at the site of last year's Super Bowl, rooting for one of the teams. The, the, the fight, the game is on in your state capitol. That's where the rubber meets the road now. But they don't want to have to persuade people. This is a hard thing to persuade. 
and you have to listen to other points of view, and you have to deal with religious people. And they're so icky. People of faith. Oh, we'll have to endure them testifying before our committees. So that's the real reason for the unhingedness over Dobbs. Because having to argue, having to persuade, having to run for office, they're not up for that. That's, that's not something they want to have to do. Javier Salazar is the sheriff of Bear County. And before he was the sheriff of Bear County, he was the spokesman, the, the public information officer for the SAPD. And as such, just about everybody at KTSA got to know Javier Salazar. He's a very nice guy. We all like him a lot. And um, I will be honest with you, it's a little hard to be, you know, objective about people you, you personally like. On his Facebook page, Sheriff Salazar has made a complete fool of himself on the Dobbs decision. As reported by KTSA News, he cites the fact that he's the father of two adult daughters and he will defend their ability to do what they feel is right with their bodies and love whomever they choose. He says that as their father, he has no control over their adult bodies and as their sheriff, it's absolutely none of his business. He promises not to persecute Texas women or anyone else pursuing those rights. None of this is about persecuting or prosecuting women. None of this is about that. And he knows that, and I lose respect for him that he would even bring that up. That is classic gaslighting. Anyone who says to you, that what is at issue here now is women being put in prison, or Jennifer Rubin at the Washington Post said women would be executed. None of that is true. And they know it, and you should not respect people who would so disrespect you as to tell you that lie. Then the sheriff says, this is the sheriff of Bear County, the chief legal law enforcement officer of the county. Shame on the Supreme Court, he writes, attempting to impose their own supposed morals on others. They will not use my badge or the color of my office to do so. And then he goes on a rant about his job is to chase predators and rapists and human traffickers. He doesn't mention that it's also to keep people in the jail. And he says, if this is truly about protecting children, how about starting with the ones in our schools? This is the sheriff of Bear County writing this. And I don't know about you, and I like him, but i got to be honest, Javier, this is not a good time for a uniformed law enforcement officer to take a crack, to take a dig at the importance of protecting kids in schools. If I were you, I would not have brought that up. If you want to bring that up, if you want to bring into this discussion that your primary focus is protecting kids in school, um, we can have that discussion. I don't think you want to, though. This follows on the heels of the Bear County DA last week. As soon as the Dobbs statement came out, Joe Gonzalez galloped over to the microphones and talked about what a terrifying day this was. The, the uh, you know, due process and adjudication under the highest court in the land. What a terrifying day this was for people in Texas. In other words, they're using the language that they use after a Uvalde or a 9-11. When what this means 
is a legislative debate. What this means is democracy. When people who know better, and Gonzalez and Salazar know better, when they talk this way, they are disrespecting you. They are telling you that they think you're an idiot and you will fall for this. And it's pathetic. And so that is the, the unhingedness of this moment. It isn't just that it didn't go their way. I mean, every Supreme Court decision has a side that's relieved and a side that's displeased. What we're seeing, I'm sure you can tell, is something very unusual. It certainly is not the way pro-life people behaved in 1973 when Roe v. Wade came out. You might ask yourself why that is. And we're going to talk more about that as we go along here. I want to play this for you from... uh, Joe Biden, when he was a Delaware senator, this is in 2006, so he's, at this point, a long-serving United States senator. He is not, at this point, running for president. And in the course of a television interview, he speaks about abortion. I want you to understand this is the same Joe Biden, we are told, who told us at the end of last week um, that he was disgusted with what the Supreme Court had done, and it was a miscarriage of justice. Listen to Joe Biden talk about abortion in 2006. I, I do not view abortion as a, uh, um, as a choice and a right. I think it's always a tragedy. And I think that uh, it should be uh, rare and safe. And I think we should be focusing on how to limit the number of abortions. And they ought to be able to have a common ground and consensus as to do that. I mean, I know people change. I'm sure I've changed in in some ways since 2006. That's 16 years ago. But would you change that much? And would you change in that direction? In other words, as you got older and became a grandfather, you would become this full-throated advocate of, of abortion? I mean, in 2006, he says it's a tragedy. It's not a right. Where is that Joe Biden? What happened? Or what was required of him in order to become president? That's almost a bigger question than the question about abortion. Our system required something of this man, and he agreed to it. He went along with it. He made the deal. I guess they figure you won't hear those words from 2006, but I wanted to make sure that you did. We're going to talk about all this, 210-599-5555. We're going to get your votes in on the Stevens Roofing JR poll and an update on KTSA Time Saver Traffic. The Jack Riccardi Show. Disabled vehicle has the left lane blocked on 281 southbound at Bitters. Also, accident cleared on I-35 southbound between Fisher Road and Neighborhood Road. A disabled vehicle, I-10 frontage eastbound at West Hildebrand Avenue. Just minor delays there. Stop and go traffic, I-10 westbound between exit 610 and exit 607 in Sabine Mare. I'm Debbie Sexton, KTSA Time Saver Traffic. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. 
It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. One of the ways we know that GiveMeTheVin.com has been a really successful business model is how many other companies are copying or trying to copy what GiveMeTheVin.com does. I mean, they, they, they figured out, wait a minute, we can't make people run around, we can't make people come to us, we can't make there be a lot of steps, because this guy over here is making it so incredibly easy and safe to sell your car. If you want to sell your car, if you want to put money in your pocket and put the keys in somebody else's pocket... Go to GiveMeTheVin.com because while they're copying it, they still haven't gotten it right. At GiveMeTheVin.com, you enter the VIN number in a few photos. You get an offer quickly. It's a good offer in this very strong used car market that we're in, historically strong, perfect time to be selling. You get that offer. You say yes. They bring you the check. They take the vehicle. You're done. No running around. Easy with GiveMeTheVin.com. At Mr. Sparky, we're America's on-time electrician. Flickering lights and hot switches can be annoying, but they can also signal a major problem, or worse, an electrical emergency. So play it safe and leave it to the experts at Mr. Sparky. Trust our team of professional, clean, and friendly electricians. We'll get it done right and get it done safely. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888 Independently owned and operated. Licensed in the respective state or county. If summer is heating up your hiring needs, then you need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Sponsor your first job and get hiring today by visiting Indeed.com slash credit. There's never any FOMO with the iHeartRadio app. You won't ever have to miss out on your favorite shows and contests with this radio station again. Radio 24-7-365. We're here when you want us. Stay connected and listen anywhere when you download the free iHeartRadio app. This is Sherry Preston, ABC News. Congratulations to KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas. KTSA News Time 422, Jack Riccardi. Have you have you noticed how so many of these protesters and protests are in states where abortion is going to continue to be legal? I mean, I really don't think they get it. I don't think they get what happened here. And it tells me that they are are you know, they're they're taking their direction or they're being fed misdirection by people who don't really don't care about them, but just want bodies in the street. So you put a lot of people out in the street, you try to intimidate policymakers, and, and, uh, and they tried to intimidate the, the Supreme Court justices, and apparently it didn't work. But they're protesting in places where they're going to still have abortion. And the rest of the country is going to have abortion laws on a par with most European uh, countries. 
And we're going to get there through a legislative process that no one can predict the outcome of. You can't know for sure what the final law will look like in your state because it's going to be subject to a lot of debate and input and politicking. But that's what's going to happen now. And what did you think of the woman that stood there with the sign? She's holding her, her children each by one hand, in each in one of her hands. Two beautiful children, a boy and a girl. And the sign says, point, with, with arrows pointing to them, the sign says, don't force this on anyone. When did pro-abortion become so hateful to children already born? Why are people bringing children to an abortion protest? Do you have any idea how jacked up that is? You know, I'm, I mean, I'm actually not a fan of bringing children to protest, period, even with uh, Kamala Harris's freedom story, which I don't believe. But, uh, I mean, you bring them to an abortion protest. Mommy, where are we going? That, that's kind of a complicated answer, isn't it, if you tell the truth? 210-599-5555. And, and all the people that were cheering on forced injections and mandatory uh, vaccinations, shut up and sit down. I mean, just think. A year or so ago, these people were foaming at the mouth. You don't have the right. You have to do this. And now they're talking about body autonomy, and in this case, the body is not their body. It's the other body inside them. 210 599 55. I mean, as you watched all this unfold over the last few days, what did you think? And where do you think this is going? I was just a kid when Roe v. Wade happened. I don't remember it. I mean, I've read about it. But to the best of my knowledge, um, windows weren't broken and buildings weren't set on fire and Death threats were an issue. I will tell you, there were some people in the pro-life movement that became violent. There were there were a handful of people that uh, took pot shots and attacked clinics, and they were surrounded by condemnation from their own side. In other words, the pro-life movement policed itself pretty well, and certainly none of none of its leaders were pre- preaching or promoting what we see now from the President of the United States. And then, what did they do after Roe v. Wade? Well, they they prayed, and they went to work. And Karen Tumulty, who's a uh, writer for the Washington Post, did a piece where she said the most uh, consequential thing that happened leading up to this decision uh, last week was the 2010 midterm elections. I never thought of it until she wrote this, and she's certainly not cheering on the the Dobbs decision. But she she makes the point that the 2010 midterms, that was the midterm after Obamacare with a huge Republican wave, but it wasn't just a huge wave in the House and Senate. It was also a huge wave uh, in the the, uh, state house races, governor and state legislature. It was the election that gave us more Republican governors and majority Republican state legislatures than we had had in our lifetime, going back even to Reagan or Eisenhower. And so what, what that means is... Starting in 2010, Republicans started winning the offices 
that would in turn start to set the policies that would set in motion the debates that eventually worked their way up to Washington and to the Supreme Court. It took a long time. And it also took a Democratic president, Barack Obama, who overreached on health care reform and alienated a lot of independent voters who voted Republican in 2010 and again gave control of a lot of state offices to Republicans. But that's that Dobbs decision came at the tail end of decades of hard work in the vineyards of democracy, debates, discussions, arguments between two people, a few people, online, on radio, on television. And that's something that a lot of pro-life people have a great zeal for. In other words, they, they love to talk about this, and they love to work on and, and reason with their opposites. And I'm generalizing here, I know, but a lot of people on the left don't like to do that. They don't want to hear that there's another point of view. They don't believe it's valid. If you don't think like they do, you're ignorant, you're a denier, you're dangerous, you should be deplatformed or silenced. No one should hear what you have to say. But see, you can't have a debate if you set that as the rule. And elections, by necessity, mean, you know what? People are going to hear both sides. So they're going to have to learn to love that fast, or they're going to have a problem. Right now, their act is fooling no one. The temper tantrums being thrown by the mayors of New York and Chicago and various Democratic governors, Javier Salazar's completely humiliating and embarrassing Facebook post. I, I, I wish I could have... I mean, I like the guy. I wish I could have known he was going to post this. I would have tried to talk him out of it. He, make, he makes himself look ridiculous. Joe Gonzalez just is ridiculous. But they're going to have to figure out, do they want to do the kind of work the pro-life side did or not? You may think you already know the answer to that. But that's, that's what the pro-life side did to get to this point. 210 599 5555. In addition to this story and everything else breaking in the news today, coming up in our next half hour, we're going to talk to best selling author Steve Berry. He's got a brand new book out. If you're looking for something to read on the plane, on the beach, on vacation, this is the one. It's called The Omega Factor. Steve Berry with us coming up here after we update KTSA Time Saver Traffic on 550 and 107.1 KTSA. Little things. Like the breakers keep flipping when the AC comes on, or you keep having to replace a light bulb in a particular fixture, or too much flickering of lights when a major appliance kicks on. Little things that are annoying are also your house trying to get your attention. Your house is trying to flag you down and get your attention that something is up with your home's electrical system, with your wiring or your panels. Mr. Electric can come out and diagnose that and fix it, you might just generally know it's not supposed to do that, but they'll, they'll get to the heart of it. They'll tell you exactly what your options are, what the price will be. That will not change once they start the work. That price is the price. Senior and military discounts available for Mr. Electric, and they go all over. So when you call 210-468-0995, you can get them where you want them, when you want them. 
Great people, Mr. Electric. It's a, in fact, it's a veteran-owned company. Really, really strong response when you need an electrician. 210-468-0995 or go to mrelectricmrelectric.com. Good afternoon. Connecting roadway is blocked on Highway 151 eastbound at Loop 410. Just minor delays there right now. A disabled vehicle has a left lane blocked. 281 southbound at Bitter. Slowdowns there from Wurzbach. Also, Highway 90 eastbound at 35. A disabled vehicle has a right shoulder block. This report sponsored by TxDOT. TxDOT reminds drivers to be extra cautious when traveling through oil and gas production areas. Drive at safe speed. Give big trucks plenty of room and focus 100% on driving. Put the phone away when you're behind the wheel. Be safe. Drive smart. I'm Debbie Sexton, KTSA Time Saver Traffic. For years, you have given back to the men and women who fight for you. The men and women who miss a child's birthday or graduation. The men and women who are separated from their families by oceans. The men and women who sacrifice every day on the front lines of freedom. Please join KTSA and Kitchen Design by Giovanni for the 14th annual Operation Interdependence. For a complete list of items we're collecting for troops and drop-off locations, visit KTSA.com. Brought to you in part by Precision Windows and Outdoor Living. Mr. Sparky and the Institute for Functional Health. Hey, if you ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but changed your mind when you saw the cost involved, I've got great news for you. Hey, it's Trey Ware. You can transform the look and feel of your bathroom for a fraction of the cost of a total remodel. Just make one call to my friends Chris and Joan Edlin. They're the owners of Safe Showers. And ask them to show you how they can replace that old bathtub that you never use with a spacious, luxurious, safe walk-in shower. You can choose options for your new shower, such as natural stone-styled wall panels, glass doors, designer fixtures, grab bars if you want them, and the list goes on. This small change will make your bathroom feel brand new, and for a lot less than a total bathroom remodel. And you can save even more right now during Safe Showers Bath Makeover event. Get half-off installation of a new walk-in shower or bathtub, and ask about interest-free financing. Senior military and first responder discounts are also available. Set up your free in-home design consultation today. 210-655-1111 or at safeshowers.com I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. When it comes to hiring a roofer, don't mess around. Call my friends at Stevens Roofing. These guys cover all all of South Texas, and I trust them to give you an affordable solution for all your roofing needs. Stevens Roofing, 210-785-0994. I'm Eric. When you need a plumber or a ream water heater, remember the frog, the blue frog. Visit bluefrogsanantonio.com. Or call 210-503-0909, and we'll hop to it. And tell them Dave sent you. License number TX39066. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. 
KTSA News Time 436. A lot of breaking news to talk about. We're going to get right to your phone calls here in just a couple of minutes. 210-599-5555. But first, it's summer reading season. It's vacation, beach, poolside reading season. Very excited to have one of my favorite authors joining us now. He's got a brand new novel called The Omega Factor, and we welcome Steve Berry to the KTSA Connecticut Quality Water Softeners Newsmaker Line. It's great to have you, and congratulations on The Omega Factor. Thank you so much. It's been out in stores now a couple weeks. It's doing very well. appreciate that. Um, If you don't mind, though, I do have to ask first, as a fan of yours, about the man who isn't there, because everybody wants to know, you know, Cotton Malone, is he coming back? Will he ever be back? Um, I thought maybe he'd pop up at some point. What, what's the what's the story with your longtime recurring uh, character? He's just taking a vacation is all, just a tiny vacation, okay. nothing uh, nothing major. He shall be back uh, next year, February first next year. In fact, with a, his next adventure, he just wanted a summer off so he and Cassiopeia could travel around and enjoy themselves. Very nice, very nice. I know that you mm-hmm. I know that you have a new publisher, and and you have explained in some interviews too that. Uh, they were looking uh, for maybe a standalone novel. Is this n- new um, character potentially a serial character? Because I like him a lot, too. Well, I, I, it's going to be depending on the readers, what the readers think. I would. Uh, okay. I hope he... I hope I can bring him back. It all depends on how well they like him. So far, they've liked him quite, quite nicely, so it's doing really well right now. So in this so book, I, I um, he's a... He's a um, Nick Lee is a uh, an investigator for a fictitious UN cultural organization. So he investigates basically crimes against uh, cultural uh, treasures. And um, is there anything? I I looked it up. I mean, is there anything like that in in reality, or sh- maybe there should be? I, I don't or? know. A, I've been asked that a couple of times. I'd never yeah. really looked before I created it. I just sort of created it and made it and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if there's a real if there's a real thing. You never know. There there could be something like you would think they would have something like that, don't you? But yeah. I I didn't look. I kind of made the whole thing up. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, they they designate World Heritage sites. We have the San Antonio Missions as a World Heritage site. It would seem like they would probably do that. I I um I also wanted to ask you, and I don't want to give away the whole plot, but th- a lot of this book uh, deals with, um, in addition to priceless artifacts, the Catholic Church. Uh, its history, the history of of uh, the, the the books of the Bible, and I know from reading a, a little bit about you that you you were had a Catholic uh, school upbringing. What is your interest in, and what draws you to setting a story like this uh, in the Catholic Church with cardinals and bishops and nuns and and, and so forth? Well, I've done four Catholic Church books dealing with issues right. of the Church, and I really thought I was done with it, to be honest with you. And then I came across this concept, this idea, this, this something that I remembered from Catholic school, but I didn't know a lot about it, and it fascinated me. And, I, and it's, it hasn't been done in thrillers, and so it was kind of fresh, so I thought, okay, let's explore this. And so that's what that's what led me over to this. I, I'm being a little uh, vague because I don't want to give away what it is because it's a little bit of a right. surprise in the novel. And I don't want to give that away, but it is—it's—it's it's an interesting concept. It's something real. It's something that I hope will make the readers think, and it uh, formed a nice what I call the so what of the novel. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, it, there's no question. I mean, and, and I say this as a Catholic that the history of the Catholic Church, not so much the faith, 
but the the hierarchy, right, or the superstructure of it, it's such a rich setting for, mm-hmm. you know, a novel like the kind that you write. I mean, it would be hard to stay away from that. I, I like what I what I like about the Catholic Church is it's the only institution that I'm aware of that man has created that has lasted two thousand years. It's still there. It's still in place. It still works. It's adapted. It's it's survived. Uh, I have a great respect for that. It's a wonderful. It's an amazing thing. You know, the Catholic Church changes. It always changes. It always modifies. It takes time. It does it slow, but it does. And as I've said before, uh, you know, we do kind of attack them here and there every once in a while, but they're big, tough, and I think they can handle it with no problem. Well, and I, and I, you know, as somebody that would be sens- if I thought you were just writing some sort of Catholic bashing book, I think I'd be pretty sensitive to that. But you have characters in here that run the gamut from very heroic and admirable to pretty craven, and and I'm sure that yeah. there is that gamut in the real world. There is, and and I and I have the greatest respect for the church. As I said, it's 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 it's, a, it's an institution that is just amazingly survived. So I, I don't I don't want to bash it at all, but it does have. A fascinating history, and it also has some fascinating things about it. I was in Catholic school and all. I was taught a lot about what. The what's are easy. They don't teach you the whys very much in Catholic school, and that's what I want to explore in the novels. The whys. And this book deals with a very interesting why. We're talking with author Steve Barry, whose new one is The Omega Factor on KTSa. So. Um, there's this uh, altarpiece that's being restored. This is a real thing, by the way. Yes. It, 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 it gets attacked. It gets destroyed. There's a secret in it. Um, and I, I, I think I've read that you, maybe it was even in your afterward, that you've traveled to all of the places that you have your characters going and where the action is set. Did you go to those places because you knew you were going to set the book there, or had you been to those places and liked them so well that you wanted to set the book there? Well, the the Pyrenees Mountains, when I went down to the Abbey down there the first time, it was just to go. But the second time, it's because I was going to put a book there. And then same with the Ghent. I went there because I knew I was going to do a book with the altarpiece. I mean, this is the most stolen, violated, and just an attacked work of art in history. You know, 13 times it's been attacked in some way. It's full of secrets. It's full of symbolism. It's full of all kinds of things. And it fascinated me. Why is this altarpiece so important to everyone? And I went to Ghent specifically, you know, to, to want to do a novel. But it took me a few years to figure out how to use the altarpiece in the right way. There are no secrets in it anymore. It's been studied in minute detail. So I had to work with what was in there. And ultimately, mm-hmm. I came up with a treasure hunt, you know, using elements that are there, right there in the altarpiece. So I like to use real things. That's my niche. I keep it 90% to reality, as close as I can to reality, tripping it up only where I have to. And that's where I tell you in the writer's note where I do that. All right. So get to know Nick Lee. Uh, wait yeah. till next year for Cotton Malone. And right. uh, definitely take uh, the Omega Factor on the plane or to the beach. And uh, I remain a great fan and really enjoyed it. And, Steve Barry, thanks for the time today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I hope everybody likes Absolutely. the book. We will. They will. All right. 443 on San Antonio's News Talk Station, 550 and 1071 KTSA. You can find um, links and more about the books that we talk about on the show on the Jack's Books blog, which is on the Jack Riccardi page at KTSA.com. We've been talking about um, all of the breaking news today. We're going to get you an update on the uh, Missouri train derailment uh, coming up here in a little while, an update on that. 
and kind of kind of asking you what you think about the way the left or the pro-abortion side of the debate is reacting to the Dobbs Supreme Court decision. And I gave you some thoughts about that. I want to hear yours. 210-599-5555. Patricia is on KTSA. Hi, Patricia. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Good. Uh, I have a solution for this abortion problem. It's my understanding that only uh, 1% of the abortions that are performed are for medical emergency or to save a life. So if you want to really cut down on the amount of abortions, all you have to do is just tell the person the government is no longer going to pay for it. If you want one, you have to pay for it or get your boyfriend or your pimp or whoever and make them pay for it. And I think that will put it You're saying that if there was no taxpayer or uh, third-party payment, you don't think anybody would buy an abortion? I don't think so. I think as long as the government's footing the bill, they're going to go for it. These women that are getting pregnant, you know, and then say, oops, the government. How would you um, what would be the mechanism for telling me or another person or a company that they could not pay for it? Well, like what's the where, where where's the power to do that? You have to convince our government to tell the people, okay, you want an abortion, you're going to have to pay for it yourself. We're no longer going to pay for it. We're shutting down all these Planned Parenthood places. Okay, so I understand your part where you're saying you, the government should not fund them. I get that. But right. you said, and, and you, then, I thought you said that you didn't want insurance companies, which is not the government, or employers or others to not pay for it. And and my question to you is how would you force them not to pay for it? How would you tell them they couldn't do that? Well, an insurance company shouldn't pay for it unless it's a medical emergency. It's between life and death. The, the mother is in a situation where, you know, she's going to die or something. Then the insurance company would kick in and pay okay. for it. But I mean, if it's okay. not medical, then her medical insurance shouldn't pay for it either. Just because she says, oops, she's pregnant and she wants to get rid of it, no, nobody should pay for it but her. Okay. All right. Patricia, thank you. I appreciate the call. I um, I will say I'm not a fan of, because I we already know where this goes, I am not a fan of making laws uh, against what insurance can cover. Um, we just went through multiple years of fighting over an administration that was trying to dictate exactly the shape of health care. And you, you, if, you, if you give in to that, if you say, that, okay, that, that's a great mechanism to stop abortion, you'll, you'll be sorry <laughs> for what else you'll get. You'll be sorry for what else they will uh, enforce or decide that they are going to prohibit. The whole point of the Dobbs decision is this should not be dictated by edict. This should be generated by... Uh, democratic discourse and debate and a vote. And and the thing about, and I'm sure Patricia is, is ardently pro-life, and I believe I am too, we're never going to persuade everyone to agree with us. We have to do what we've always done, which is build our case a person at a time. 
what happened last week reminds us that this is not just a political thing. What we should learn from not only Roe v. Wade, but the overturning of Roe v. Wade, is that this is not just a, a, a political thing. This is also a societal thing. This is a heart thing. No Supreme Court decision, whether it's about slavery or racial equality or the sanctity of life, can save us from ourselves. We have to, we have to do this one person at a time. It's tempting to look for a shortcut, and that's what that's what tripped up the left, and that's what's frustrating them now. But there isn't going to be a, there isn't going to be a shortcut for us either. Us being pro life. Two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Tell me what you think. Uh, we're going to get your thoughts, your reactions, and uh, your votes in today's Stevens Roofing Jr. poll. Last week, Nancy Pelosi said that young women have fewer rights than their mothers did. Uh, now, rights can mean a lot of things. We could be talking about natural rights, the rights enumerated in the Constitution. We could just be talking, using that word kind of sloppy in a way to mean like freedom of, of, uh, of options and alternatives and flexibility and opportunities. Sometimes people call those things rights. Do you believe that young women today have less freedom than their mothers did? That's basically what Pelosi is saying. And uh, I gotta, I gotta, get, I gotta see what you think about that. And so that's our poll question: two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five on KTSA. Another update on KTSA Time Saver Traffic here next. The Jack Riccardi Show. Good afternoon. An accident has a left shoulder blocked on Loop Four Ten West Santa Macella Avenue. Three to five minute delay. We slow down there from two eighty one and slow traffic I thirty five northbound between Loop Four Ten and Topper Line about a three minute delay. Five minute delay on Loop Sixteen Oh Four Westbound between I Ten and Elson. I'm Debbie Sexton. KTSA Time Saver Traffic. The healthiest patients in San Antonio are at the Institute for Functional Health. I'm Dr. Torres, and we help folks get off medications, feel better, look better, and become undeniably healthy. You've struggled with the same health concerns for a long time. It's frustrating, depressing, and nothing has worked. The good news is, at the Institute for Functional Health, we know everyone is unique, and medicine is never a one-size-fits-all solution. That's why we order specific labs to uncover the root cause of your symptoms. Your blood gives us all the answers, and we develop a doctor-supervised game plan that is specifically designed for you. Over the last decade, we have helped thousands of individuals look and feel years younger. All of us at the Institute for Functional Health are proud to say we have the healthiest patients in San Antonio, and we will help you become part of that club. See for yourself at IF ffhealth.com and call to schedule your complimentary consultation at 468-1891. 468-1891. I'm Dr. Torres at the Institute for Functional Health. 468-1891. Isn't what it used to be. Your choice is limited. The price is high. Boy, that wait is sure long. Not at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels, though. They're the number one volume sales Ram truck dealer in Texas year after year, and that means they receive more inventory from the factory. So you're going to find a larger selection of new vehicles with more arriving every single day, and even if you don't find what you're looking for on the lot, you can put your name on one of the new vehicles that's on the way. The average arrival time is only two to three weeks, or you can custom order exactly what you want 
want, and there's no upcharge like the other dealers. In fact, they'll give you the same price they pay for their custom order, and they'll deliver it anywhere in the continental U.S. And right now is a great time to buy and get extra discounts during the Ram Make That Switch sales event. The Ram Make the Switch sales event. Shop in person, online, or by phone. Make it easy on yourself. Take the short drive to New Braunfels and discover the service and savings at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram, where price is the difference. Or go to bbdodge.com. Celebrate great sleep at Mattress Firm's July 4th sale. Stop in today and shop Tempur-Pedic to save $500 on Tempur-Breeze mattresses. Plus, you'll get a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories. An accident with a company car, truck, SUV, van, or fleet vehicle is not just another car accident. Thomas J. Henry handles serious company vehicle accident cases and gets serious results for injured clients. Visit tjhlaw.com radio. San Antonio, Texas. Okay, import footage. How is the hard drive already full? Juwan's Pilates studio converted to entirely virtual classes. But leading and editing sessions is stretching her too thin. It says render failed. What did I, what I do? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Dave Ramsey here for AC repair and installs called Champion AC with affordable prices. Call Champion AC 210-504-5555 or championac.com and tell them Dave Ramsey sent you. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. KTSA News Time is 4.53. Jack on KTSA getting your reaction and your votes in the JR poll. Nancy Pelosi said that um, as a result of the Dobbs decision, young women in America have fewer rights than their mothers did. Um, and however you mean that word, rights, uh, I think it's pretty absurd. But I want to see what you think. And so that's our question on the JR poll, powered by Stevens Roofing. And Robert is on KTSA. Robert, good afternoon. Thank you, Chuck. Well, by the way, uh, great show. I was just going to say, uh, relative to Nancy Pelosi, all young women and women in general have less rights relative to Nancy Pelosi. They can't go do insider trading. They cannot go and get their own hairdresser during COVID-19 and don't wear a mask. And they, of all women, have less rights relative to yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. That's all I want Very to good say. point. Yeah. If she has that freezer full of designer ice cream. Yeah. We should all... We should all wish that for our, well, maybe not all of it. All right, Robert, very good. Uh, Bill is on 550 and 107.1 KTSA. Hello, Bill. Hello, Jack. I've been looking forward to calling you since this thing all went down. Um, th- th- this, this unbelievable lack of understanding of the separation of powers, there's, there's literally elected officials in the Democratic Party in all three branches of government that don't understand where they fall in and where they have authority and don't. And, and, and they're feeding the 
their base that's now marching in the street, not understanding what did or didn't happen. I, I, I find it amazing, the lack of rights. The, the well, do you think that they don't understand, or are they just show. taking advantage of the ignorance of, of other people? I, I'm not sure I believe that they you know don't what? know how this works. Well, I, that's a good question, and I've actually asked myself that. But, I mean, if, if you're the president, you go up there and say this human, this right was taken away. There, the Supreme Court doesn't give out right. I mean, I don't I, – I think – I'm going to have to say there's probably a mix. There has to be people elected that understand how it works. But people in the streets, I mean, where all the, where all the marching was were places where they're probably going to have no – concerns whatsoever right. about their access to it or right. maybe the restrictions will be even decreased and it, it, right. it but just i mean if you're in new york and you're in, if you're in new york or california and you're marching what the hell is the matter with you i mean you, exactly. you've got zero chance that there's going to be any restriction put on you well what, what are you out there for i i think that they they literally they don't understand the supreme court decides cases it's not the law they decide cases it's a, it, 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 it there's just this i mean i took civics in high school that was like 30 right. years ago right. and i still remember i mean i just yeah. it wasn't that hard the triangle of our you know the, the magic triangle where it's all in balance it's just missing i can appreciate people not wanting to get stuff taken away i really see the other side i get it but you know the Supreme Court gave away authority. They relinquished authority. Unbelievable. I mean, what, a, what an actual impressive thing to do. And no one's recognizing that nobody does that, and they just did. Yeah. Unbelievable. Anyway, well, that's Bill, I'll you tell you what, if you get a that. chance, Google uh, Senator Ben Sass. He gave a speech about exactly what you're talking about a few years ago. I think it was during one of the confirmation hearings for one of the recent uh, justices. And his point was, and I've, I've quoted it on the show many times, I just don't have it in front of me, but Ben Sass spoke about the fact that because of the cowardice of legislative bodies, too many things, too many big issues in America get decided by courts by court decisions, particularly the Supreme Court. He was trying to make the point that's why we, we, we lose our, our minds over uh, Supreme Court confirmation hearings. We never used to do this. It never used to be like this. Um, we had partisanship. We had two parties. We had all that before. Uh, but there, there's more at stake with the Supreme Court confirmation because the Supreme Court now has inherited all of the most difficult, thorniest, controversial, complicated decisions that should be decided legislatively and sass himself a legislator said we're the reason for that we're the ones that are making that happen um and i think he's absolutely right about that we're going to uh update the news including the train derailment in missouri the latest on injuries and what's going on there and then continue our conversation here on 550 and 1071 ktsa for the month of June, Alamo Water Softeners One Filters are 50% off with the purchase of select water softeners while supplies last. The combination of a specialized one cartridge filter plus the advanced technology behind an Alamo Water Softener is the perfect solution to some of the most harmful contaminants. This two-stage system is certified to protect your family from lead and other harmful contaminants, including PFAS, also known as the forever chemical. Alamo Water Softeners provides the best value for the highest quality water treatment, and don't just take my word for it. 
On the Nextdoor app, Alamo Water Softeners was voted a 2021 neighborhood favorite in 38 San Antonio neighborhoods. Call or make an online appointment today with Alamo Water Softeners for a free water analysis and recommendations customized for your home. Now is the time to take advantage of bundle pricing on Alamo Water Softeners high efficiency and advanced technology to have protection for your family from harmful contaminants that may be in your water. AlamoWaterSofteners.com your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. I want my mileage back. So you lost your mileage with a dirty fuel system. Just a couple miles per gallon adds up to over six bucks a tank, and that adds up to hundreds of dollars every year. In just one tank, you can clean your fuel system the professional way with BG44K. Service managers not only use it the most, they use BG44K almost three to one over any other. Find your shop at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG, BG. This newscast brought to you by Stevens Roofing. 